Once again, we are thankful to the God of heaven who has blessed us, granted us the privilege to come and to be a part of this 74th Annual National Lectureship. It is good to be in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I'm grateful, thankful to Dr. Carruthers for the opportunity that I may stand and to share a word with you on uh, this morning. Moved into the afternoon. Want to say to you, grateful to the number of visitors who may be in our midst. Grateful when we bring you greetings from the Central Church of Christ, where I'm privileged to serve in Baltimore, Maryland. Good to have in our midst some of the members from Central that's present on today and encourage as well as mid-Atlantic preachers from the area. And of course, it would be remiss of me if I didn't recognize the sweetness in the sugar, the blackness in the coffee, and the cream on the apple pie, other than Sister Rupert. Amen. Why don't you stand, sweetie? Love you dearly. Oh, let's get to business at hand. The Word of God reads from the book of Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Wherefore, holy brethren, takers of the heavenly call, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man is counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who has built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man. But he that builds all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm until the end. It has been laid upon my shoulder, laboring under the theme runners on your mark. If you will lend me your heart and ears to this thought, among the prophets, better than Moses. Among the prophets better than Moses. In establishing the superiority and the sufficiency of Christ, being better than the angels, taking on the nature of Abraham, a secure of men's faith, the Hebrew writer says, Wherefore, holy brethren, 
partakers of the heavenly calling. Consider the apostle and the high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. The word consider means to observe fully. Let's take a serious look at the man, Jesus Christ, when comparing him to Moses. There's a reason why he mentions Moses. Because of all the prophets, Moses by far was a great prophet among all prophets. Allow me to lay my foundation, then I'm coming to you in a moment. Well, why Moses? Well, if you remember, it was Moses. When you look at the greatness of Moses, he's going back because if you're going to argue your point, you got to start where people believed. And if you remove their argument, you've laid the foundation that they must accept what you've said. So he says, consider. Let's look at Christ Jesus who is the apostle and the high priest of our profession, of what we believe. And he says, Moses. Well, of all the prophets in Scripture, when you look at Old Testament, Moses was truly one of the greatest of all the prophets. For Deuteronomy 34 and verse number 10 says, Wherefore there arose not a prophet, since in Israel, like Moses, whom God sent down to the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh, and did mighty miracles by his hand. Surely, there were great prophets and have been some great prophets. And if you don't mind, I, I need to go back in history and pull out some great prophets. You remember when they came to Jesus, I remember Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi. He asked them, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? They said, some say, you are John the Baptist. Others say that you are Elijah, or some say you're Jeremiah, or just one of the prophets. Listen to me carefully. You see, you'll know that you have truly, when it comes to public opinion, when you are mentioned among the best by public opinion, it says something about your popularity. But when your peers say that you are among the best, if not the best, it says something about your gift. Well, think with me. Think with men to be mentioned in the same breath as John the Baptist is to say something. For who was John the Baptist? It was John the Baptist. The Bible said a man who was sent from God whose name was John. Who was John? John was the forerunner for Jesus. Who was John? John was the very one who was the best man to the groom. If you're going to a wedding, the best man 
is your man? And the book said it was John being the best man of the groom, Jesus the Christ. Not only that, it was John who called out Herod and said unto him, it's unlawful for you to have her as your wife. What a prophet was John. John truly was a prophet. Think with me now, because I'm getting to the greatness of Moses. Elijah was a great prophet. Am I right? It was Elijah who called down fire from heaven and killed the 450 prophets of Baal. I can hear him right now. You know he made fun of them. Whoever God answer by fire, then let him be God. He said to them, maybe your God is hard of hearing. Maybe your God is on vacation. Well, since you're doing and you're done, let me call on my God. Told them to put water on the altar. Do it a second time. And do it a third. You know the story. And then the prophet of God, I can hear him right now. Mm, God, mm, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac mm, and Jacob, fire came down from heaven, burnt up the altar, locked the stone, licked up the dust. Oh, what a prophet Elijah was. He prayed three and a half years that it might not rain, and it didn't rain. Prayed again, and it rained. Oh, what a prophet was Elijah. Well, maybe, if not Elijah, Jeremiah, a praying, crying prophet. But even if you're not mentioned among those three, at least you can be among the honorable mention or just one of the prophets. But we will call the major and the minor prophets. You're not mentioned as much, but you're just among the minor. Like Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, and Malachi. Just... To name just a few, are you with me? You see, why does it start with Moses? Well, you remember when Jesus had healed a blind man? They said under him, and you remember his talk with them? They said, you are his disciples, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God sent Moses, but we don't know where he came from. Why start with Moses? Because he is by far prophet of the prophets. Well, since I've laid my foundation, I got to help you to grasp the greatness of Moses. I've laid it so you can see because when he went to the Mount of Transfiguration, who appeared on the Mount other than 
Moses and Elijah. I'm digging here. Stay with me. Why Moses? How great was Moses? Well, to help me to help you to understand the greatness of men's gifts. I got to go back in the youngster years and pull up some of the greatness of our generation so you can understand how great Moses really was. Well, if I say to you, the greatest of soul singers, you would say to me, the Godfather of soul, James Brown. I feel good, and I knew I would. Not only that, but Papa got a brand new bag. Y'all ain't with me up in here. If I called out, the greatest female soul singer. You will no doubt say it is Aretha Franklin. Are you with me? You got to give me some R.E. Y'all ain't with me up in here. If I called out and said unto you, the greatest R&B group that ever sang, you will no doubt have to respond the tempting cause it's all about my girl and of course daddy papa was a rolling mm, and I'm standing on shaky ground but I got to go on from here well if I said unto you uh, are you following me the greatest of all blue singers you will no doubt say unto me, it's B.B. I know you knew it. And he said, the thrill is gone. Am I right? I'm trying to share with you understanding one's greatness and how great God has blessed them with their gift. If I said to you, the greatest NFL player, no doubt it would be Jim Brown. But of course, I do like my main man, now past and gone, Walter Sweetness Peyton. But I, I got to move on. If I said unto you, the greatest NBA player, I believe you would say unto me, Michael Air Jordan. I think you give my drift. Amen. Well, when the Bible declares Moses was one of, and if not the greatest, no prophet like Moses. How great was Moses? It was God who sent Moses down to Egypt. Moses. Perform miracles like no other miracle. He turned the Nile River, blood a river in the blood, called darkness all over the land, led him down to the Red Sea, and stretched out his rod and said unto the people, Stand still. 
and see the salvation of the Lord stretch forth his rod and the nostril from the wind of God divided the Red Sea. Are you all following me? It was Moses who wore a veil over his face. Why? Because he stood in the present. I heard God say, I talked to other prophets through visions and dreams, but I talked to him face to face. How great was Moses? He was a great prophet, but the Hebrew writer says, but this man, I gotta now deal in the text, but this man, talking about Jesus, this man, he too like Moses, he was appointed like Moses. He was faithful like Moses, but there's one difference. Moses was a servant in the house, but he is a son over the house. Well, I got to close it out and take my seat. Well, listen to me. If you're going to build a house, you first have to start with an architect because he's the one who designs the house. Then you'll get a builder to bring in your plumber, your electrician. Are y'all following me? The book says that you see every house is built by some man. But he who builds all things is God. Don't you know that God is a builder? He's in the business of building. I see him building in the book of Genesis. For he built the family. Are you with me? He said it's not good for the man to be alone. I Make him a help me. Are you with me? What are you doing? I'm building. I ain't got the time to call out the list from Abraham to Jesus. Because God is a builder. He builds family. Psalm 127 and verse 1. Except the Lord builds the house. They labor in vain that do build it. Well, what is the text? The text is showing and helping us to grasp that when God, if you're going to build a house, if you're going to build any religion, you first have to have a prophet and you have to have a high priest. So he shows in the text, Moses God built a house in the wilderness. And when he started building, he first called his prophet Moses. And Moses built and put everything in his house. Can I show you that the house in the Old Testament, the tabernacle, 
was a pattern of the spiritual house, a shadow of things to come. The gospel of Jesus the Christ. Are y'all with me? You see the person would come bringing his sacrifice. Am I right? To the tabernacle. Come up because they couldn't go in the temple. So they would bring it to the altar. And there cut it and the blood would run from side to side. Then he'll go to the next one which was the golden lava or the brazen lava. Wash his hand. I hope you see the gospel because Jesus is the Passover lamb. The golden or the brazen lava is baptism. Mm. Priest Rupert, thank you, I will. I know then the priest would take the lamb the blood, and now go into the temple. They has moved from the outer court mm, into the temple. When you go in the temple, on the right side is the showbread. I heard Jesus say, I am the bread of life. On the right side will be the golden lampstand. I hear Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. And he goes on up. There is a veil that separated the holy from the holy, the most holy from the holy. Am I right? And right in front of the veil would be the altar of incense, which Revelation says is the prayers of the saint. Well, Jesus, are y'all with me? The high priest once a year take blood and go behind the curtain. Mm. Are you with me? Once a year. Well, when Jesus was crucified, I heard the Bible say the veil was torn from top to bottom. Who goes behind in the most holy of holy? Only the high priest who takes blood for himself and for the people. Because what's behind the veil? It is, the Bible says, the ark of the covenant is where the mercy seat and the cherubim with the angels where God himself and only the high priest would go back in and offer, are y'all following me? Because we have such a high priest who can be touched with all our infirmity. Where are you, Jesus? I've gone back to heaven to plead your case. Amen. For you and for me. What's going on? Moses built the house. But Moses was simply a servant in the house. Moses just took the hammers and nails and did what God said. Make sure you make every piece of furniture 
just like I told you to make. Why? Because it's a picture, a pattern of the New Testament. Well, I got to close it now. My time is up. I'm closing it out. Well, the book says we are the house of God. If we hold fast with confidence, rejoicing to the end. I want you to know I'm going to stay in the house. Because one day, the old ship of Zion, one day he said unto them, you shall be witnesses for me. Where? In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the utmost part of the world. One day, the old ship of Zion set sail, left Jerusalem, got 3,000 passengers, start sailing, and sailed to Samaria. Philip went down and preached to those in Samaria, picked up a few passengers, sailed, Onto the utmost parts of the world. Sail on to Africa. Sail on up to Europe. And made his way across the Atlantic. Sail on down to a place called Tupelo, Mississippi. I heard the captain say, mm, All aboard. And a young boy by the name of Willie L. Rupert stepped on board the old ship of Zion. I heard the captain say there'll be some liars on board, but you stay on board. I heard him say some fornicators are on board, but you stay on board. There might be some liars on board, but you stay on board, if you stay on board, the old ship of Lion is headed to the port one day. I'm going to stay on board because the old ship of Zion is headed one day for the shore. And I hear him say, well done, well done. Mm, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I say to you, he's better than Moses. He's better than Mohammed. He's better than Buddha. And you need to stay on board. God bless you.